We don't have a shortage of toilet paper like you do in the U.S., but we have a shortage of uh, yeast packets for baking, like constantly bread. No yeast. Yeah, yeast, bread, pasta, all that stuff. Anna Savino is an American raising a family in the north of Italy with her Italian husband. I've taken my kids down in the garage down underneath our apartment building and just made them like just run for like 10 minutes because it's, it, it's just getting tough. Today, on the first installment of Ahead of the Curve, she'll tell us about life in Italy as the crisis peaked. So we're not supposed to go outside unless we need to, but on the other hand, all the factories were open. Hello, I'm Brooke Silva-Bragga coming to you from my front yard in Queens, New York. And if you're watching the video version of this, you can see the kids have been digging. Uh, but before we get to this uh, chat with Anna, I wanted to, because this is the first episode, just kind of explain what we're trying to do here. Uh, the idea is we're going to speak to people in countries that have been dealing with coronavirus longer than we have here in the U.S. So that means China, Italy, uh, South Korea, Taiwan, there are a few other places. And a lot of these are actually conversations uh, we've already recorded because the idea is we'll hear from them, we'll run the episode when they're in the same stage that we are here now. Uh, and there's a, kind of a few ways to measure this. Broadly, we're gonna go with when a country had uh, 100 cases. So for the US, uh, that would put us at the start of week six, uh, kind of in this journey. Italy is about two weeks ahead of us. So they were, uh, where we are roughly on March 22nd and that's when uh, Anna and I sequestered ourselves in rooms in our houses our spouses tried to watch our kids and we attempted to talk about what they're dealing with there thank you for for trying to do this oh yeah no problem um oh so first thing like where are you in Italy so we are in the northern part of Italy it's the northwest corner um, so we're about two and a half hours from Milan by car. And what are the rules for you now? So, um, yeah, it's been a gradual kind of um, process. It's getting more and more restricted. And the kids have been out of school for about a month now. A month, okay. Yeah, and uh, they were supposed to go back on April 3rd. But now that they're saying they can't make that happen because numbers keep getting worse. And so they're prolonging that till who knows when. So, you know, restaurants are closing. Anything that's not a necessity is being closed. How uh, long have restaurants been closed? Or are some still open? Um, just for delivery. Um, okay. And that's a choice. So probably two weeks. And people are arguing that... Um, you know, the schools were closed, restaurants were closed. Um, in my town, my town seems to be a, a, a strict town because our, of our mayor making in his own choices. But like we've had all of our gardens and parks closed for a month too, as soon as they shut down the schools. Um, but so you can't you can't go to the park. No. And as of now, we can't go outside more than 200 meters outside of our house. Wow. How long has that been? Um, well, <sighs> It's kind of like a how people interpret things, I guess you'd say. But last night, the president, he came on and he said they were finally shutting down factories. And there was this big controversy factories. about if people could go and run outside, not close to other people. Um, okay. And this was kind of like a gray area where people were not supposed for the last two weeks um, so, or since all of Italy's been on lockdown. 
Um, the only reasons we can go outside are to go to the supermarket or a pharmacy or to get food or to check up on a loved one, like your parent, elderly parents, but you have to have a little certificate that you print out really from home and it's a like justification so you have to write why you're out the date blah 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 and then there's um the vigili which are like our community police and they walk around and they'll stop you and check you and ask you if you're driving they'll stop you and ask you why you're out and you have to have this piece of paper otherwise it's like a criminal offense basically have you seen the police out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're out. You've seen and them. They're, and they're stopping people all the time. What's the penalty? Uh, that's a good question, but it's pretty bad. And, and does that mean people there are taking it seriously? Or does it mean people didn't take it seriously, so they had to come up with these draconian rules? Uh, a little of both. I mean, you hear... It's hard to know because we are not outside of our house. We haven't been out in two weeks. So you just, you know, you, you look out of your balcony and just... To me, where I am, it's very, very quiet. There's nobody out. Um, just people with... Ma- if you go out, you have to have your mask on with gloves. Um, and then, this, you know, people, if you see them out, they have like a grocery bag. So they're just going yeah. out to do their shopping, but it's limited to now. You're required to wear the mask? Uh, or is this smart? Highly recommended. Because um, okay. here, people, the masks are still rare here. Okay, no, everybody has them here. And How long have they had them there? Uh, I think it all... Oh, you haven't been out in two weeks. You don't I, know. I haven't been yeah. out in three weeks, but um, about, like, since the official lockdown of Italy, I would say whatever okay. date that was, which that I... That was, I think, March 9th. Okay, since then. And we're every, talking, I don't even know what today is. It's March 22nd or something? Mm-hmm. So Who every... Knows? I don't know what day So is. there is, like, a shortage of masks, yeah, so people... 22nd. It's a, there's a shortage of masks, so people are making them, but everyone really has to, I mean, if you're going to the supermarket, like, you have to have a mask, basically. I don't know if you would be, if there's a, like, if that's the law or not, but everybody has them. So then there was this gray area of where people were kind of, you know, told not to leave your house unless it's necessary for, you know, to get your groceries, but then people were out taking hikes and running yeah. and walking and you know this caused like a real kind of tension and war and then there's like the pro people who are saying you know what bad am i doing when no one else is around to go outside and other people who are saying it's people like you if we all run outside at the same time it's not helping the problem so we all just need to stay home so some people are blaming the runners and the walkers that that's why this is being prolonged um so finally also part of i think this new implementation of last night was that you know you can't go out anymore like parks are closed our mayor he like um boarded up the like running trails and like the pedestrian walking areas they closed them all off they don't want people exercising so like i have a video i can send you my neighbor was just like running back and forth on his balcony um i was oh, af- really yeah i was afraid to take my kids outside in the backyard uh we live in a Why? we live in an apartment building and so uh you're really again you're not supposed to go outside unless it's a necessity but um even in your backyard well there's all these question marks you know like we don't know and i went out with my kids the other day and then got yelled at by a neighbor that we need to be inside 
So yeah. I think... Okay, so, okay, that gets to this. What's the mood? Is it getting tense? Has it been? Well, as you guys all saw in Italy, there was, in the beginning, there was this newfound, like, patriotism and singing from balconies and flash mobs and seemed, like, kind of positive in a way, like, we're going to get through this. And then I think... I'm trying to stay away from social media because it's just, I think people are starting to lose their minds a little bit and okay. get a the little bit. Singing on the balcony phase has passed. I think so. It's get people. We're are, still singing on the balconies. I mean, okay. Yeah, people like, are there like. There was a guy, we were walking. We did, we can still go outside. We went to a park yesterday, day before. And then on the walk back from the park, there were people on their balcony like, hey, Aww. like your shirt. Oh, that's nice. And, you know, it's like a little reminiscent of like people compared to 9-11. I wouldn't say it's as, no. like that as much as um, like the blackout, which happened a okay. few years later. And there was like then there was like this very communal vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I feel like um, there's like these gray areas like I was telling you about that are really dividing people. It's like. Right, it's left for interpretation. You know, there's a lot of people who are saying... So the the other big thing what I was um, going to say is that during this official lockdown of Italy, so we're not supposed to go outside unless we need to, but on the other hand, all the factories were open. So manufacturing was continuing, and so there's some people who think this keeps getting worse in Italy because all the factories are still open, and there's a lot of... Um, infected, you know, workers from the factories. So we're doing our part by staying home, but as long as the factories are open, you know, it's it's not going to help. So last night, they, the president decided to close the factories um, and also said that we can't go more than 200 meters outside of our houses. So, like, with the kids, I can... Now I know that it's clear because there's a clear, you know, law now that right. I can go out to a certain point out in my backyard. Um, yeah. It's communal, so it always has to be, like, one person at a time. So if there's other kids that live in your building, like, you right. can't be down there with them. So, yeah, I mean, I've been, like, I've taken my kids down in the garage down underneath our apartment building and just made them, like, just run for, like, ten minutes because it's, it, it's just getting tough, you know, every day. Yeah, how, how are they doing? Our guys, especially the older one, I think is having a hard time with it already. I, I mean, I feel like our older one, they understand it. Um, I think it really depends on our positivity and our moods. And so, of course, I have my little breakdowns once in a while, but I don't let them see it. And we try to make it fun. And I think they're fine. They're happy. And I think the hardest part is, you know, not being able to see their friends and, but we do video calls and it seems like that helps a little bit. And I think the hardest part is just not having like an answer to be like, okay, we're all, you're going to go back to school next week. It's just kind of this mystery and that's what's hard. And I think as long as we try to keep them stimulated and, um, in a routine, it's, they're really okay. I think it's more the adults who are, you know, Like, you know, have worries about your job. If you have to work at home and you have to entertain them, that's where it gets really hard. But are, are people still working? They're trying to work from home? 
Oh, yeah, they're like really into the hashtag calling it smart working. It's like the new most commonly used term. Wait, what's it called? Part working? Smart working. Oh, smart working. We're smart working. Everybody's smart working now. Oh, okay. That's I haven't heard that one. And what define smart working for me? It's just it's just doing, you know, meetings from home and video calls and yeah, not going to an office, basically. Oh, so I want to make sure before we go and everything breaks and the kids barge in the like core question for like this thing I'm trying to do is what's different this week than last week. Like has anything changed in the last week or two weeks? I mean, yes, because the numbers unfortunately are not in our favor. There's more and more deaths. It's, it's still peaking. Uh, we hope it's peaking right now. Um, so last night, uh, like I said, the president had to even take further steps to make people take it seriously, stay at home, close the factories. So they're closing the factories until April 3rd. And I think the, the idea is to see if, you know, we can flatten that, the curve by keeping the, the workers at home now, too. So, yeah, it's scary that you guys are a couple weeks ahead of us and you still haven't seen the flattening. Like, I think by far the worst days have been your last few days yeah i mean it's it is it's scary um it's just popping up everywhere and you know it it the incubation incubation period as you know is like 14 days so right yeah that also means you don't know if what you've done the last two weeks has worked yeah well we actually had a little scare with nico because he had two bouts of pneumonia did three cycles three rounds of antibiotics with no improvement how, how was it? That's awful. But how was it getting care? Were you able to um, things overrun or not? No, it was the opposite. So I think, you know, having a um, social health care system, I mean, like people abuse it, obviously, like for every little thing, they're going to the emergency rooms or the doctors. So they really made that clear from the beginning. Do not go to the emergency room to the doctor if you don't need it. It has to be something serious. So um you know, every the doctor's offices were empty uh, because really? this was how long ago? Um, this is probably even three weeks ago. Okay. Um, even well, a month ago. People are probably also scared to go for other things because they're like, well, it's going to be at the office. I shouldn't go. Right. So I think, you know, people did take that part of it seriously. And so we had no problems, you know, calling our doctor and he said, come on in. And he had a like a face mask on, like a shield over his eyes, a mask. Yeah, I've seen that get up. He yeah. had like the whole thing going on. And, Did it freak uh, out the kids? Hmm? Did it freak out the kids? No, he was being funny about it. Like it was like okay. a, you know, Star Wars costume or something. Yeah, okay, yeah, it does have kind of a Star Wars look. On our last visit, if it wasn't better, if he, if he wasn't completely clear in his lungs, I would have asked for a test and it would have been how, possible. How hard is it to get the test? Um, not that hard. Uh, I think it's hard to know. We don't really hear about that. In the beginning, it was easier, I believe. And now they might be running out. Um, or it might be harder because everything's just so the hospitals are so overrun with people. Um, so I think it's getting to be similar to what I hear in the States, like they're only going to test elderly people, or someone who had a direct contact with somebody. Who is positive. Yeah, yeah. Or people are really bad. Like we have a 
friend who had a kind of flu-like symptoms and he went to the testing center that said he would get the test on the phone and when he got there they said no you're not nearly bad enough yeah so i think um, that- okay i hear i hear some moaning in the back so i don't want to keep you too much longer but i i am curious how you're getting food if you haven't left the house how are you getting oh groceries? no that's the one exception we can oh so you go- are leaving for that i my husband is going because we're supposed to only go about once a week Okay. That's the suggestion because people are going out for like one or two things every day and that's not yeah. helping the problem. So he's he's the bigger muscle man. He can go load up on stuff. So I'm staying with the kids. Um, but we're, we have plenty of food and Italians love to cook. So we're joking yeah. that we don't have a shortage of toilet paper like you do in the U.S., but we have a shortage of uh, yeast packets for baking like constantly bread. No yeast. Yeah, yeast, bread, pasta, all that stuff. Um, yeah, flour is a little hard to come by here. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, food, and I think there's still, like, the Italians, like, my in-laws, um, we go get food from them. I don't know if that's legal or not, but they uh, have, like, these freezers full of all these, you know, prepared foods that they make throughout the year and all those jarred, canned foods. Like, the Italians still have that mentality of, you know... Uh, not wasting anything, freezing homemade foods. So it's we're fine. Food is not a problem here at all. What what is the biggest problem? Um, people like me and the people like my husband and I who have our own business licenses and we have no help right now from the government or we're with okay. you know that's that seems to be the problem, but. I think so. They're they're paying like good unemployment benefits for people who are unemployed. They may eventually. Um, they had said something about people who have business licenses that they'll give us five hundred euros here and there, every once in a while, ra- kind of randomly to different businesses. But that's not going to help anybody. They're postponing. Obviously, you know, if you can't pay your bills, it's acceptable. Um, the banks are open, but uh, I think there's more paid leave, you know, paid sick leave here in Italy. So um, uh, I'm just about done. My battery's about okay. to die and I'll lose the whole recording if it does. So okay. let me go plug it in very quickly. So I successfully left, but never really returned. Uh, the kids barged in my room and her room. It kind of turned into romper room. Uh, and that was the end of the conversation. But it's worth noting that when we spoke, uh, March 22nd was basically the height, the worst moment for coronavirus in Italy. Their uh, day with the most new cases was the day before, March 21st. And since then, they seem to have, bending, have been bending the curve uh, down, which of course is very good news for them. Uh, I think this is where I'm supposed to promote uh, the podcast, but I know nothing about podcasting. I've been much too busy watching uh, these two little kids to, uh, to learn much other than to just kind of get this out there. Uh, but the fact that you've made it this far indicates that somehow you're, you're watching or listening, which we appreciate. The plan is uh, every week uh, we're going to put one of these out. Next week will be uh, a conversation I had uh, with South Korea. Uh, They're also about two weeks uh, ahead of us, and we'll hear what life was like for them in week seven next week. Until then, thanks for clicking us on. Stay well in there.